Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. July 25th, 2019, and welcome to episode number 213 of the second installment of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. This is Mr. WCWS Chad Chow back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I will be bringing you, of course, uh, uh, tonight, uh, uh, and 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 proud and proud assistance to King Ice tonight. Once again, I'll be handling your wrestling news and views here for the evening, as of course uh, the, uh, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith is, is not able to be with us here tonight, nor is the uh, Iceman Jared D. Geron able to bring that due to a once again a computer uh, snafu, if you will, uh, and put a mildly snafu. But he yeah, do have J.D. on the line right here, of course. J.D.'s two thousand. 15 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, right here on TalkShoe.com. On the TalkShoe chat box tonight, we have the human superstar team John Gross with us. And of course, bringing us our wrestling history and birthdays here for today. Uh, John, of course, is the, two, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday. Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. And just coming in under the wire here, ladies and gentlemen, I do happen to notice one other person is popping, popping in. I'll go ahead and do the intro right now before we bring him on. He is a 2017 WWUS Hall of Famer. He is a contributor to WWUS Raw Radio. He's also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. And of course, if you think about, if you think about uh, of course, his nickname, you got to think back to that 60s sitcom Happy Days. Where the central character went a little something like this. He went a. Oh, and oh, oh, uh, we have Fonzie here on the line here. Episode two thirteen, Wolfpack. Uh, Fonzie, uh, 
and of course JD John and Fonzie, we welcome you all, gentlemen. Of course, to of course, all uh, yeah, how was your time tonight on episode two thirteen of Wolfpack? Good to have everyone on. Good to be here. Thank you. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for JD. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed here tonight comes to us from one of our groups here in the WWS stable of groups, True Pioneers of Wrestling. If you care to join us here, of course, for our live video feed tonight for Wolfpack episode 213, you can join us at facebook.com forward slash groups. Wrestling Pioneers always. I do see that one person has already joined the feed here, and that is Mr. James Allen Childress. Uh, Mr. Childress, that we welcome you, sir, and please, by all means, enjoy the show. And, of course, if you want to join us through TalkShoot.com, just like with J.D., John, and Fonzie right here, feel free to give us a call here, 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 138-521-POUND, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we had to talk about here this evening, which, ladies and gentlemen, of course, in addition to our news and views of history and birthdays, of course, will be just some general wrestling talk, of course, making the rounds here. Uh, we'll have, of course, uh, as we said, of course, a lot of news here. Probably we'll have a good amount of history here. But, of course, we'll be some general talk here about everything and everything under the wrestling sun. Um, and we'll, we'll and of course, bring that all, all here to you here this evening with no problem whatsoever. So, ladies and gentlemen, I, I will now be bringing you, of course, uh, your wrestling News and views here for tonight. Here, as we say, KWO Duarte Smith not able to be with us tonight, and also the Iceman Jared Geronimo, of course, Ed Peter. Uh, he is actually here in buying Triple H's sledgehammer, so that way he can actually knock it out. Uh, yes, <laughs> so, uh, so in the, meantime, in the meantime, here, let's go ahead and now go this portion of the WCW News headlines is brought to you by the Island of Beautiful Men. The Island of Beautiful Men. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and where you can always use it for pressure. <laughs> and also also by uh the island the village of beautiful women where of course Fonzie is their mayor. <laughs> and then the island of beautiful women has their own mayor named Shane McMahon. Uh yeah. Yeah, uh yeah. Of course, uh, of course, he doesn't wear a swimsuit because he has nothing to show. Hey, okay. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay. Here we go. Here, of course, I, I, we thank our friends at FullOverMania.com once again for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows here, including Revolution, Wolfpack, Power Hour, uh, Raw, Raw Radio, of course, Outside the Ropes, and others. Indeed, let's go ahead and bring you a couple, bring you several stories right here. Um, Let's see here. Our first story of the night, as soon as we get that pulled up here, uh, coming up today from Jeremy Thomas, as apparently Steve Austin's Raw Reunion Toast actually boosts the sale for his Broken Skull IPA beer. Mm, okay. So let's read this. Let's read this story. Steve Austin's Toast to Raw on the Raw Reunion is providing a nice boost for his Broken Skull IPA beer. El Segundo Brewing Company, which produces Austin's brand, Posted to Twitter knowing that they received a host of questions as to where people can find the beverage. We've received hundreds, if not thousands, of inquiries as to where you can find Broken Skull IPA, the beer company posted. Currently, Broken Skull is only available in Southern California, sometimes in Portland, Oregon, roughly in the vicinity of the Broken Skulls on the map. The good news is we are working on future plans to reach the masses 
we are for a prospective distributor, please send us an email at rob at E-L-S-E-G-U-N-D-O, El Segundo Brewing.com. So send an email if you are a prospective prospective distributor. Okay. The company also noted that the cans Austin had the Robert Union Show are new and that the 16-ounce cans are coming. So that's that's very interesting there indeed there folks. Uh, okay, let me see here. Uh, ooh, okay. Jeremy Thomas has our next story here. Apparently, uh, the Wrestle Circus show has been canceled, and the promotion is reportedly shut down. Wrestle oh. Circus has reportedly shut down and canceled their Sunday show without pub- publicly announcing either. The company was scheduled to host the Scorpio Circus show on Sunday, but has canceled the show according to talent. Have taken to Twitter to comment on the cancellation. According to PW Insider, over shutting the company down and getting out of wrestling. Beyond wrestling, is offering to stream their Sunday is offering to stream their Sunday show American Rhino 19 free to those fans who bought wrestling service tickets. Several other companies have also reached out to offer main goods for fans in the merch. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, also, Hurricane Pro at Hurricane Pro One said this on their Twitter account. For fans who purchased Russell Circus, join us this Saturday at Queens of the Ring in Beaumont, Texas. Trigger proof of Russell Circus ticket purchase at the Ford Park box office and receive half price single ticket admission. Well, that's very nice of them, indeed. Anarchy Wrestling says. If any fans flew in from another state to watch some wrestling in Austin on Sunday and that show canceled, bring a copy of your boarding pass and Anarchy Championship Wrestling free of charge. We love and appreciate your love for the sport. TitleMatchNetwork.com said for any fans who were attending the wrestling, hashtag Wrestle Circus show this weekend, go to TitleMatchNetwork.com and use coupon code Circus. You can watch any show on our platform free for the next two minutes. Yeah, you heard me. You heard, let, let me repeat that. Sorry about that. We got we got a little bit of sound there interrupted there. Go to titlematchnetwork.com any show on that platform free for the next two weeks. That's very generous. Very generous indeed. Uh, uh, Mikey, of course, I guess he this was a fan said. Wrestle Circus, Wrestle Circus isn't happening on Sunday. Three seconds of town to get you booking. If you're traveling in, try to cancel those plans. It should be public information. Please, RT. So, all this was, all this was said here today. So, okay. Uh, let's see here. So, that's that's a darn shame that it's shutting down something. Yep. Very, very, very shocking. Uh, next, I have here on the books. Jeremy Thomas brings us some WWE news as Ted DiBiase set a record at Raw Reunion. Kofi Kingston and Kofi Kingston welcomes the WWE ambassador to China. Okay. Hmm. Ted DiBiase set a new championship record at Monday night's Raw Reunion episode. As the WWE stats and info Twitter account noted, DiBiase has the record for the longest gap between title wins after winning the 24-7 title at 26 years 
Holy mm. crap. Alundra Blaze is second place with 23 after her 24-7 title win, followed by Hall of Famer Pat Patterson. Huh. Uh, here, is the, here, is, here is the stats here for the stats and info Twitter account. Longest gap between holding championship gold and at WWE. Ted DiBiase, uh, 26 years. That was from 1993, well, I guess when he held the tag belts to the Raw reunion show. Um, of course, Alundra Blaze, 23 years from 1995 to the Raw reunion. Pat Patterson for 20 years, period, not counting the Raw reunion, I guess. Uh, then next is Pat Patterson, 19 years, uh, 2000 to the Raw reunion. Gerald Briscoe, 19 years from 2000 to the Raw reunion. And believe it or not, another Hall of Famer, a late Hall of Famer made this list, the late Roddy Roddy Piper, 14 years. So very, very unique indeed. WWE shared the following video. Of course, you can check it out on the 411 Mania page where the story is. Shared the following video of Kofi Kingston welcoming WWE's first ever ambassador to China, martial arts movie star Jackie Huang, H U E N G. Okay. Hmm. An action movie star was the WWE ambassador to China. Okay. Well, that's that's the news. That's something new. Hmm. Uh, okay. Um, Jeremy, tell me, brings us this story here. So, go ahead, JD. I was gonna say, we know the big story, of course, is the Uso story. And I'll let you bring that one since you did mention something about that, too. So you can just give us some details about that. Some WWE news right here Tommaso Ciampa reflects on the anniversary of NXT title win and also a pre sale for Hell in a Cell. Hmm, okay. Tommaso Ciampa took to Twitter on Thursday to commemorate the one-year anniversary of his NXT title win, and he vowed to be there again. He posted the following on Twitter, of course, saying that at 8.04 a.m. this morning, he said, one year ago today, the greatest NXT champion of all time was crowned. That I believe, absolutely, 100. The single greatest day of my career until I overcome neck surgery and reclaim the title that I never lost. Then that moment will become the new single greatest day of my career. She signs Chiampa Goldie two times. There's a good picture of him holding that belt. He he, he deserved that belt when he won it. He definitely deserved it. Yes. Uh, the pre-sale for Hell in the Cell was currently ongoing at Ticketmaster using the pre-sale code HIAC19. The show takes place on October 6th from the Golden One Center in Danny Pomote Park's neck of the woods, Sacramento, California. That's where he said he was from, Sacramento, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, hmm. Oh, wait a minute, J.D. I'm, speaking of that story, I may have something right here. Though. Forgive me. Let me, let me go ahead and say it. I'm not, I've got it. I might as well go ahead and talk about it. We actually have a, 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 a clear update on this story. As J.D. mentioned, of course, one half of the Usos. At three o'clock this morning, of course, uh, was arrested. Of course, uh, for um, what was it, JD? Again, was it speeding? DUI. What was it? DUI. 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 Apparently, now from this story, it's been updated by Joseph Lee actually twice already today. Actually, Jimmy Uso was released from jail after posting bond. The sec, the first, uh, the 
Let me go ahead and just start with the original, then I'm going to work my way up here to the update here. Original okay. story was TMZ reported that Jimmy Uso was arrested this morning for driving under the influence near Pensacola, Florida. He was booked at 3 or 4 a.m. for driving with an unlawful blood alcohol level. He was also given a speeding citation. An officer was driving behind Uso when he knows that he was speeding, speeding, driving erratically, and swerving left and right. After Uso was pulled over, he smelled of alcohol and refused to take DUI tests. He was then arrested. It's unknown what his blood alcohol content was at the time he was arrested, but since he refused to test, it's possible it was never discovered. Uso, of course, his real name is Jonathan, but is still in jail as of this writing with a bond of $1,000. WWE was in Florida this week for Raw, of course, in Tampa and SmackDown, Miami. Uso was arrested back in February for a drunken incident with police. He claimed he got in a fighting and was then arrested for the further conduct in the court. On Raw, John Cena mocked Uso's mugshot and arrest during Raw. Oh, crap. WWE has yet to comment on the arrest. Now, that, that would be low even for Cena. You know that? I mean, yeah. please. Yeah. Uh, here's the first update. WWE has issued a statement on Jimmy Uso's DUI arrest this morning, which is reminiscent of the statement they gave when Jeff Hardy was arrested for public intoxication earlier this month. WWE simply stated, Jonathan Fatu is responsible for his own personal actions. Here is the second update. Here is the main, main update. PW Insider report that Jimmy Uso has been released from jail after posting a $1,000 bond. Court appearance has been set for Thursday, August the 15th. So after SummerSlam, he's going to court. So there, there you go. So, uh, let me see if we have anything else here. There was something else. Uh, 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 this is something you're not going to be happy about, J.D., but i got to read this to just get off my chest here. And I'm not gloating about this because I don't like this. I'm this any more than you do. Joseph Lee posted this story today here as well, and you ain't going to believe it. I don't think anybody here is going to. Baron Corbin is the first WWE, WWE performer this year to hit 100 matches. Oh, puke. The record, puke. The record, puke. Oh, 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 look, here, I agree with you. I'm just telling you, I'm just reading what it says. I don't know why they. You know why he was starting anyway. because he blew because he blew basically everyone in the he blew management in the locker room. That's why he got his way. Yeah. The rest of the news I'll, right, I'll, I'll be right back while you do that in the birthdays. I'll be back. Okay, all right, JD, thank you. The rest of the news reports that Baron Corbin is the first wrestler in WWE this year to hit 100 matches. While that sounds impressive, of those 100 matches, he only has 20 wins and 80 losses. <laughs> well, at least he got more losses than wins. So there you go. He's followed by Scott Dolphin. With with 96, Dash Wilder with 95, Kofi Kingston with 95, and Ricochet with 90. The, the WWE champion is in the top five, but top stars like Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns are not. In terms of wrestling the most matches this year, there's still another five months to go, however, and plenty, plenty of time for everyone else to catch up. And there is one other I've got to read here, and, you know, we've, we've kind of hinted this here a little bit here and there. But I've got to read this at some point. Joseph Lee brings us this final story we'll bring here tonight here, folks. CM Punk confirms he received an AE offer at one point. However, he says he's still under contract to UFC. Let me read this story. 
In an interview with ESPN, CM Punk confirmed that he received an offer from AEW at one point via text message and said that the only event in Chicago he will appear at during Labor Day weekend is StarCast 3. That means if you're expecting him for AEW All Out, you're going to be disappointed. And here are some highlights. On AEW claiming that they've had talks with him, CM Punk says, no, I know they I know they like to talk about me a lot. I text Matt Jackson, hey, I have a great show tonight, which I did when they had their big show in Vegas. That somehow turned into Tony Khan telling people he had a great relationship with me. I've said in the past I've talked to them, but nothing ever came of anything. Of those expecting him to appear at AEW All Out, I'm competing against myself, for better or for worse. It's in the public eye. So obviously people are going to broadcast my failures. Success quietly hugs you in private and failure slaps you in front of the world. That's just life. People just don't keep that to account when they're talking talking stuff about you on Twitter or when you stumble and fall, they laugh at you. I think that if there's an expectation, it's purely been built, it's purely been built by them. My silence to some fans means something to read the tea leaves, but there's nothing to read. I even feel like talking talking about it may feel like I'm putting some sort of negative slant on it. But I'm really not. The fact is, I know what pleased me ad nauseum. And if anybody is going to get mad, it, it's, at, it's at me because I don't show up. Well, then I don't want to tell you that's one of those things that's none of my business. On getting an offer via text message, CM Punk says, the last thing I got, I got a text from Cody Rhodes. And again, I almost don't even know how to reply to them sometimes because if I reply, I do interviews and are like, oh, yeah, I just talked to Punk. I kind of deed if I, if I do deed if I don't. I always think I always think if somebody wants to do business with me, they can come talk to me. Texting offers uh, isn't really a way to do good business. At least it was texted through three people, and an offer came in through text. This is like a month ago, maybe. I think it was just a general offer. I could I could never could have done the last one in Vegas, double or nothing, because I was in California for CFFC. On appearing at Starcast, CM Punk says. Asked if I want to do StarCast, that's basically it. There's no mad scientist formula to it. I hate traveling. I've turned down offers to do signings in other places. It turns into a mission to leave town just to do a signing and stuff. I'll take time with everybody and make sure everybody has a good experience. I'd try not to just shuffle to shuffle people to a line. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's not just somebody shoves something in front of me. <clears throat> Let's see. I sign it and it's on the, it's on to the next. I really try to make sure everybody has a story to tell or an experience. Sometimes it can be exhausting. The biggest thing was it's in my hometown. I get to go for one day. I get to have fun. I get to get back to the fans, so to speak. I get to go home and rest afterward. I'll fight again for UFC. CM Punk says that I have no idea about, but I will say I'm a different animal compared to most people. I think I'm just floating right now, but I've been, but I've been offered. But have I been offered anything? No, I haven't. Every time somebody calls me, though, I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm cut. I think i am come to terms with it. I'll be like, all right. There's people out there that will read this interview, and for some reason, complete strangers will get furious about what's going on in other people's lives. I don't pretend to say what's fair and what's right. I just roll with the situation I'm in. If I was going to fight again, should it be in the UFC? Probably not. But again, I'm not going, I'm not going to be like, hey, you should cut me. It'll happen or it won't happen. I'm not worried about it. On those who think he joined AEW because it's against WWE, CM Punk says, I get it, Punk said. But it's also a weird thing, and I don't know. It's just across entertainment as a whole. But I'm not that dude that sat down on stage in Vegas eight years ago 
I'm not the dude that left WWE. I'm not that guy that five years ago still. I'm a different dude now. People still have that connotation like, oh, he hates WWE. And it's just like, no, I let all that go. I've let all that go so so long ago. There's people that hold on to that. They still think they still think or want me to be who I was. I'm not who I was yesterday. This is my journey. This is my odyssey. So, folks, apparently, like I said, right now at this point, CM Punk is really, other than doing, like, I think it's talking about here, a signing at StarCast 3. But other than that, uh, really not doing anything for AEW at this point, nor right now is he doing anything for UFC. So, we'll just have to wait and see what all happens here with that there indeed. But there's your wrestling news and views here uh, for the night here. Of course, I will, of course, talk mention to our 2000. Uh, 17 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared D. Gualamo. They're bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Let's see what John has here in our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, July the 25th. 26 years ago today, which was put it at 1993, at a Monday Night Raw taping in Alexandria Bay, New York, Jim Cornette makes his WWF debut. Also, along with Cornette, the Heavenly Bodies made their debut, and it would be it would not be Cornette's involvement in the taping as he was named the spokesperson for then WWF champion Yokozuna. Twenty years ago today, put it at 1999, WWF presented Fully Loaded from Buffalo, New York. 16,605 fans were in attendance with about 360. Thousand homes purchasing the live event on pay-per-view. Jeff Jarrett defeated Edge to win the IC title. The match came about when Edge won the IC title the night before over the, the night before over Jarrett as he replaced Ken Shamrock. The Acolytes defeated Michael Hayes and the Hardy Boys to win the tag team titles. This is the first and only WWF pay-per-view match for Michael Hayes. D'Lo Brown defeated Midian to win the European title. The win makes D'Lo the first ever three-time European champion. Another title also changed hands as the Big Boss Man defeated Al Snow to win the Hardcore title. The Big Show defeated Kane with Hardcore High as a special guest referee. After the match, Big Show and The Undertaker formed an alliance. Ken Shamrock defeated Steve Blackman in an Iron Circle match. Road Dogg and X-Pac defeated Billy Gunn in China for the rights of the DX name. Triple H defeated The Rock in a strap match to become the number one contender and earn a right to face the champion at SummerSlam. It was during the match of Triple H cut an interesting promo on the whole incident between the click at Madison Square Garden in May of 1996. In the main event of the evening, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated The Undertaker in a first blood match to retain the WWF title. As a result of Austin's win, Vincent Mann could not appear on programming again, but he would return to programming again less than two months later. I've seen them. I saw the moment whenever that took place. I do remember that. 14 years ago today, put it at 2005 on Raw after Edge defeated Kane in a stretcher match. Once again, for the third time, Matt Hardy came out unannounced and attacked Edge. And also on the show, the first ever battle of the bands between Chris Jericho and John Cena took place. Eight years ago today, put it at 2011 on Raw from Hampton, Virginia. Rey Mysterio defeated The Miz to regain the WWE title, I should say, in a tournament final. The championship was vacated when CM Punk won the title, what was supposedly his last night with the company. Although Ray had won the World Heavyweight Championship two times, this was his first reign as WWE champion. But Ray's title reign would not last 
long that night as Triple H proposed a match between Rey Mysterio and John Cena. Mm-hmm. Where Cena won, they captured the WWE title for the eighth straight time. But Cena was celebrating the 1988 song Cult of Personality by Living Color was played. It was a theme used by the returning CM Punk, who had returned to the company following following an eight-day sabbatical. Both Punk and Cena were recognized as WWE champions throughout SummerSlam. But by the end of the show, Punk would be the undisputed champion, only to lose to Alberto Del Rio as he cashed in his money in the bank briefcase. Plus, Triple H brought back Jim Ross and John Morrison and forced Michael Cole to wrestle a match in Triple H's gear against Zack Ryder. I remember that. <laughs> that was funny. Three years ago today, put it out, put it out 2016, on Raw from JD's and Fonzie's Neck of the Woods, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Sasha Banks defeated Charlotte to win the WWE Raw Women's title. Also on the same show, Finn Balor in his 35th birthday, uh, sorry about that, come here, defeated Rusev, Cesaro, and Kevin Owens in a fatal four-way match and would defeat Roman Reigns in the main event to earn a universal title match at SummerSlam. Also debuting on the show was Nia Jax, defeating future AEW talent Britt Baker. Ooh, okay. Hmm. And one more debut, uh, as JD calls him, James the Nerd. El- I can't do it. Ellsworth. Nerd. Thank you. Uh, gets squashed by Braun Strowman in just over a minute. His any this any man with two hands has a fighting chance gets gets the local competitor of cult following and eventually a full time WWE contract. Today, all uh, and speaking of Finn Balor, today is a happy 38th birthday to, of course, Finn Balor, of course, a former NXT Universal and Intercontinental Champion. Here's a little bit of history on Finn Balor. Balor made his debut at NWA after training in 2000 at the age of 18. Soon after capturing the NWA British Commonwealth Heavyweight title, after his graduation, he started wrestling, his wrestling career quick, and quickly touring Ireland, the UK, and the US. In mid-2002, of course, he was known as Prince David at the time, opened NWA Ireland, his own wrestling promotion based in Ireland. As part of it, he trained future fellow WWE competitor and JD's favorite girl, Becky the Man Lynch. <laughs> On October 8, 2005, he won his second British Commonwealth title at the NWA 57th anniversary show. During late 2005, he competed in the U.S. and made his debut in the MWF after the trainers and promoters were impressed. They sent him to New Japan to train where he began training the Japanese-style professional wrestling in 2006. He lost the British Commonwealth title to the fellow friend Carl Anderson. In June of 2007, he participated in the tournament for the NWA called Reclaiming the Glory, which was to crown a new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. At that time, the title had been controlled by TNA since its debut in 2002. But that year, NWA terminated its agreement with TNA. Balor survived the first round but lost in the second round to future WWE competitor Daniel Bryan. <clears throat> Let's see here. The day after he lost the British Commonwealth title, he joined New Japan Pro Wrestling. In March of 2000, NJPW renamed him Prince Devitt of his whole debut under a mask as the second Pegasus Kid, which led to comparisons between Devitt and the original Pegasus Kid, Chris Benoit. During the tour in August and September, he started competing against his, again, his identity turned heel and joined the Control Terrorism Unit. 
but his momentum was halted when a knee injury took him out of commission in January of 2007. Following that injury, he returned to action showing great improvement. Ballard participated in the 2007 Best of the Super Juniors Tournament, but scored no points and was eliminated early from the competition. In November 2007, Ballard and his teammate Manuro, yeah, yeah, that's best way I can pronounce it, from the CTU wrestled a show in TNA in a losing effort against Senshi and Christopher Daniels. But they would win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team title from January 27, 2008. It served as Balor's first major tag title reign, but they would lose the titles the next month, but regain them back in July, but would lose them again in October. Balor went on to join Apollo 55, winning the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles with Rasuki Taguchi, defeating the team of TNA's Motor City Machine, Gun, Machine Guns, uh, Chris Saban and Alex Shelley. Not machine guys, John, machine guns. On May 30th, 2009, David advanced the 2009 Best of the Super Juniors Tournament after winning the round robin stage of the tournament. David moved to the semifinals, winning in his match, but lost in the finals to Koji Kanimoto. In December, he entered the Super J Cup in 2009 and made it to the finals of the tournament, only to be defeated again. On April 21st, 2010, Balor and his partner Taguchi were stripped of the title after not defending them for 30 days. They would enter the Super J Tag Team Tournament, but they would be defeated in the finals. Ballard tried another luck in the 2010 Best of the Tournament. He finished second with five victories, advancing to the semifinals of the tournament. <clears throat> On June 13, 2010, he defeated uh, Taiji Ishimori in the semifinals and Kota Ibushi in the finals to win the tournament. With the win, he is he was earned a, he earned an IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title match, and six days later, on June 19, 2010, he regained the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title for the first time. Devitt and Taguchi defeated Kochi Kanemoto and El Samurai to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Titles for the second time as a team on July the, on July 19, 2010. In August, Devitt entered New Japan's biggest tournament of the year, the G1 Climax as a substitute for the injured Naomichi Marafuji. Devitt managed to win four out of the seven matches in the round-robin stage of the tournament. Uh, let's see here. Uh, on October 11, 2010, they lost the titles to Kenny Omega and Kona, Kota Ibushi. Balor continued to stay champion at the end of 2010 and start of 2011, continuing his streak of other challengers and also took part in the Invasion Tour. 2011 in May. On May 26, 2011, he went into the, of the Super Junior Tournament, winning a seven-match streak to finish with. On June 18, 2011, for 364 days of holding the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title, the title reign came to an end with Kota Ibushi winning the title. But Ibushi would be injured after dislocating his left shoulder in September, and that gave Balor a chance to win it for the second time, defeating Kushida. He, he and Taguchi were now champions, uh, who were now champions, lost the titles on October 10, 2011. Balor won the NWA World Historic Middleweight title on March 30, 2012, but dropped the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title to low key in his fifth defense and in his second reign at 227 days. On May 27, 2012, he entered the 2012 Super Juniors Tournament, but was eliminated in the semifinals. On, October, on September 28, 2012, Devitt would drop a title to Rojo, Rojo, I guess, ending his reign at 182 days. 
Balor would win back the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title on November 11, 2012 at Power Struggle over Low Key. Balor would turn heel in 2013 by turn on the ending the longtime partnership between the two, and debuted Bad Luck Folly as his new bouncer while dubbing himself the real rock and roller. Yeah. Balor would be a part of the Bullet Club as he would be joined by Carl Anderson, Tomatanga, and Bad Luck Folly. Uh, the 2013 Best of the Super Juniors on June 9, 2013, defeating Kenny Omega in the semifinals and Alex Kelly in the finals. About his 14-month reign as IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion on January, <coughs> uh, uh, um, let's see, well, I guess would end on January 4, 2014. Devitt wrestled the entire match in a, in a full face and body paint which he continued using for his bigger matches for the rest of his New Japan Pro Wrestling run. Balor would leave New Japan Pro Wrestling after his match with Taguchi on April 6, 2014. On May 15, 2014, Balor was reported to have signed with WWE and would join NXT once he would sign a visa. Two months later, WWE confirmed his signing and would report to NXT the same day. On September 24, 2014, his ring name was revealed to be Finn Balor, Derived from Irish mythological figures Fionn Mac Kamhal and Balor. <clears throat> Balor made his NXT debut at 80 Taylor at 20. Might turn that down for me a little bit. Yeah. 80s Hideo Tommy against these. In his debut match, he and Tommy defeated Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd and also defeated the Ascension on December 11, 2014, where he debuted. His signature body paint. Balor entered an NXT Championship number one contenders tournament, defeating Curtis Axel, Adeo Otami, and Neville to get an NXT title match. On March 25, 2015, he failed to win the NXT title against Kevin Owens. He would get another chance by defeating Tyler Bates on May 20, 2015. NXT TakeOver Unstoppable and earn another title shot against Owens and at the Beast in the East in Tokyo. Balor would Captured the NXT title over Owens on Independence Day, and he would retain the title at TakeOver Brooklyn over Owens in a ladder match. Balor would enter the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic after Dusty had passed away in June 2015. Balor's partner would be Samoa Joe. They defeated the Lucha Dragons in the first round, Enzo and Kaz in the second round. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you. Enzo and Kaz in the second round, the Revolver in the third round, and Baron Corbin and Rhino in the final. To win the tournament after this, Samoa would turn on Balor, and the two would have a rivalry with, with, rivalry, with, rivalry with Balor, retaining the title in London and also at NXT TakeOver Dallas on April 1st, 2016, over Samoa Joe. Balor broke Neville's record of 287 days as NXT champion. He would drop the title to Samoa Joe at, at a live event, ending his, ending his reign at 292 days. At NXT TakeOver the end, Balor would lose to Joe in the first ever NXT Cage match in a rematch for the NXT title, marking his first TakeOver loss, and subsequently his first loss under his demon persona. Before going to Raw, he wrestled his final NXT match where he teamed up with Shinsuke Nakamura to defeat Bobby Roode and Samoa Joe. On July 19, 2016, he was the first NXT superstar to be drafted on the Raw brand and made his first appearance on July 25, 2016, Winning a fatal four-way match over Cesaro, Kevin Owens, and Rusev, and also defeated Roman Reigns in the main event to earn a Universal Title match against Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. 
as SummerSlam Balor won the Universal title that made him the first man to become the inaugural Universal Champion. Since then, WWE reported that he sustained a shoulder injury during the match, and MRI showed a labrium tear that would require surgery. Balor would be out four to six months, and thus Balor was forced to relinquish the Universal title. While he recovered, he would appear on WWE Network's UK event and return to NXT for one night only, aiding Shinsuke Nakamura against Andre Cianomis and Bobby Roode. He returned to a live event on March 10, 2017, Buffalo, New York, teaming up with Chris Jericho and Sami Zayn to defeat Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and Triple H in a six-man tag team match. Balor made his TV return after WrestleMania 33 on April 3, 2017, teaming up with Seth Rollins to defeat Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. Over the following victories, he's also defeated Jinder Mahal and Kurt Hawkins and was on the hunt for the Universal title in where he was, he was one of the five men to wrestle in the Fatal Five-Way match. Balor was close to winning the match, but he would pass out from Samoa Joe's Kikina Clutch at Extreme Rules. Balor would then feud with Bray Wyatt, with Wyatt interfering in Balor's match with Elias. Two faced off at SummerSlam with Balor bringing in the Demon King character, defeating Wyatt. The two continued to feud with each other with Balor winning again at No Mercy. Balor and Wyatt were scheduled to face, a, face off at TLC with the Demon King and Sister Abigail, but Wyatt was ruled out due to an illness, and SmackDown's AJ Styles would, would be Wyatt's replacement. Balor, would defeat it. Balor defeated Styles in a great back-and-forth match in November at the Survivor Series event. He was a part of Team Wall, teamed up with Samoa Joe, Triple H, Braun Strowman, and Kurt Angle to take on key, Team SmackDown. Consisting of Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode, Shane McMahon, John Cena, and Randy Orton. Let's see. Balor would be eliminated by the Viper in 2018. Balor reformed with Gallows and Anderson as the trio defeated Elias and the Miz Barrage in a six-man tag team match. And they also defeated Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Jason Jordan the same week. They would share a moment with DX and Scott Hall on Raw 25 as they shared a post-match beatdown by beating the Revival Band. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Balor would enter his first Warrior Rumble match at number two, lasting over 57 minutes, and eliminating four participants, but would be eliminated by John Cena. He competed for the first time in the Elimination Chamber match, but he would be eliminated by Braun Strowman. Throughout March and April, Balor chased after the Miz's Intercontinental title, and also the person who was chasing after the Miz's Miz title was Seth Rollins. At WrestleMania 34, Balor came up short, but Rollins would win the title. Balor would unsuccessfully choose to win the Intercontinental title at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Balor competed in the Money in the Bank ladder match in June for the first time in his career. However, he would lose to Braun Strowman. Balor then feuded with Baron Corbin and were on, he, defeated, he defeated him on two different occasions, Extreme Rules and SummerSlam under the Demon King persona. The next night, Balor would be awarded the rematch against Roman Reigns but was unsuccessful in winning the title. He then feuded with Drew McIntyre in December and also joined Team Ball again for Survivor Series and where they won. Balor would win a number one contenders match, Fatal Four Way match on January 14, 2019, to challenge Brock Lesnar for the Universal title as Strowman, the original challenger, attacked Vince McMahon. Balor would defeat John Cena, McIntyre, and Baron Corbin to earn the opportunity to win it all. Balor failed to capture his second Universal title at the Royal Rumble against the Elimination Chamber. Balor was the first IC title over Lashley. And on March 11, 2019, Lashley would win the title over Balor again. At WrestleMania 35, under the Demon King, Balor would win the IC title once more. Balor would move to SmackDown in the 2019 Superstar Shakeup, defending the Intercontinental 
title at Super Showdown against uh, over Andre Cianomas, but would lose the title at Extreme Rules just recently over Shinsuke Nakamura. Balor, as of right now, is currently set to feud with Bray Wyatt as the two are set to square off at SummerSlam. And John said that's all he's got for the history and birthdays here for tonight. John, we thank you very much. And also, we did get you our wrestling movie news here for the evening as well. Let's bring in the number one more time here, folks. one 562 Caller ID 138-521-POUND. This is episode 213 of NWO Wolfpack for Thursday, July 25th, 2019. <clears throat> Mr. WSWS, Chad Henshaw, the Iceman, Jerry Geronimo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, here with you here tonight. Uh, of course, uh, now, gentlemen, of course, as J.D. has put it, and of course, I just did reiterate the story here just a few moments ago. One story that has really, of course, been been on top of the heap here pretty much all day long was apparently the arrest earlier this morning of, of course, Jimmy Uso. Uh, of course, this marks the second time, of course, obviously, that Jimmy Uso has been uh, gotten in trouble with the law. Of course, we know back in February, he uh, got to almost about the same altercation. Uh, <clears throat> I'd like to get some opinions from everyone here. And JD, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you, and then I'll get everybody else's about you know, you know this whole thing here. I mean, what is what is the overall deal with you know Jimmy Russo here? What 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 what's wrong here that he cannot stay out of trouble? And JD, your your thoughts, please. Go ahead. It's like it's like Jeff Hardy. I mean, why would you want to do something this stupid, this moronic, for the second time in less than six months? I mean, what are you trying to prove? That you're a big shot? That you have uh, no, uh, basically, you can uh, have all the stroke and all the power in the world? Well, I mean, Danny's going to say the same thing tomorrow night, though, and you're going to hear what Danny has to say about this, too. But the thing is, though, he was suspended for how long the last time? If memory serves me, I think he, I think he was, what, 30 days, right? Yeah, 30 days, right, yeah. It sounded like that. It was something like 30 days. This time, however, it should be – this is a second strike against him. He's like Jeff Hardy. He can't keep his nose out of trouble. I think if he has any smarts whatsoever, if any brains were left in that head of his, you'd take away his time, Howard, put him and Jeff Hardy both into possibly – treatment center. You also put them, however, out, off a of TV for a while, even though Jeff's still recovering from that ankle injury or whatever. You put them out of action for a while. You dock their pay, however, to basically teach them a lesson. But WWE won't do that, probably. I mean, they'll probably suspend them. They may dock their pay, maybe. And uh, maybe they'll take away some stuff out of them, possibly. But, you know, how many times do we have to give these guys chance after chance after chance after chance? I mean... It's disturbing, it's scary, and it's stupidity. And like I said, and the thing I said to you earlier today, and I said to Fonzie, and I said to John earlier today, how I'm going to say it here to everyone now, what were you doing out at 3 o'clock in the morning? What the hell common sense did you need to go out at 3 a.m. and get busted like that for? What was the point of that? Very good point. Indeed, I mean that that would be that's that would be the burning question. So, so uh, <clears throat> well, like I said, hopefully some of these questions will be answered here hopefully soon. Fonzie, let's get your take here, bud. I mean, what 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 do you, what do you think? What why, what's what's the deal with Jimmy Uso? Why, why in the world can he keep he can he can he not keep his nose clean? What's what's the thing? 
Uh, I have no idea. No idea. I mean, does it, surprise, have any... does, it, does, it, does it surprise you, you know, that this has happened again, to, the second time that this has happened to him, I think, this year? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Okay. Very good point there, indeed. Thank you, Fonzie. John, did you have any take about, about this deal with, with Uso, Jimmy Uso here? I mean... I mean, is he is is he purposely? I mean, is this is this another way of him trying to get the spotlight here, but he's getting it on the wrong wrong vibe, maybe. I mean, mm-hmm. what's your take on Johnson? John says, if it smells like a duck, acts like a duck, looks like a duck, and walks like a duck. John says all he pretty much has to say. <laughs> that's a well, that's an interesting point. Well, that's an interesting point of view. I mean, I mean, <laughs> well, you see, I mean, thing thing is, you pretty much got hit the nail on the head here. You know, to be honest with you, but it's kind of it's kind of hard to. We've often read, I and mean, not just in wrestling, but of course all around the world of entertainment. That the thing is, I think, I think what it is. One thing I think that it is, is that that you know, just because that you're famous, you're well known, and all that stuff, that you're going to be able to get pretty much have a full range of whatever you do and what to do whatever you want to do, and like I said that, that and that. You're invincible, and nobody can touch you. And maybe, and maybe, like I said, I mean, like I said, the movie, like I said, a lot of folks in the world of movies and other forms of entertainment and all that stuff. I mean, I've probably been saying that for a very long time, you know, over the years. And now, all and now, all of a sudden, like I said, you got you got wrestling personalities doing. I mean, you got producers and directors and all that. Of course, we've heard the stories. Of course, what's going on with them? Because we, we've heard. The sexual harassment things, everything like that. They think because they are well known and they have, and they have, like I said, supposedly, you know, folks watching their back and all that, they feel that, that they're invincible, that nobody can, that nobody can, you know, truthfully touch them. Well, like I said, I mean, we're all human beings, regardless of whatever the, what, regardless of whatever the uh, situation is, regardless if you're well known or not. I mean, nobody is invincible. Especially, like I said, you also think about it, there's nobody there's nobody that's that's uh, that is invincible or more powerful than, of course, the good Almighty God. So, uh, so my 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 own my own personal opinion here is uh, my, my own personal opinion here is like I said. I mean, JD is pretty much hit the nail on the head here. If WWE does not take much more swifter action, I mean, they're pretty, WWE is pretty much simply giving them a black eye, giving themselves a black eye by letting this all go on and not taking any taking any action. Like, say, for example, here recently with guys like Jeff Hardy and Jimmy Uso. I mean, the thing is, they're just simply just going. I mean, you heard what they said in their in respective statements here when the stories first broke out. But they said that Jeff Hardy and Jimmy Uso pretty much are responsible for their own actions. I mean, 
Yeah, if they're responsible for their own actions and all that, does that mean it's like giving them an excuse to keep on doing it? No, that shouldn't be doing that at all. You're just pretty much, you're just, like I said, you're pretty much hurting yourself. You know, you're pretty much, you know, pretty much, that's pretty much, if they're trying to keep this PG-13 demeanor, they're, they're simply failing at that too. Because like I said, this is just pretty much kind of put put a, a black eye on their, a black eye on their spirit. Not black eye in their face and all that. So we're just going to wait and see what all happens here with this with this thing here. I mean, will Jeff Hardy and Jimmy Uso ever get get over this? I mean, it's hard to say right now. As I said, I think the only one that really truly knows is, is of course, the good Lord above. And we're just going to have to wait and see what all happens with this. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to get off the subject for just one second, but to whomever keeps popping on our chat box here, along with John, talking about keep America great again by reelecting Donald Trump and all that. Like I said, we'll vote for whoever we want to vote for, and we don't need your personal opinion about it. So please just stop, stop to whomever this is. Please stop, please stop. We'll vote vote for whoever we want to vote for. Okay, thank you very much. And I know there's some people, guys here that may may or may not decide to vote for him again. I don't know. but don't but don't stay this. This is a wrestling show. This is not a political show. So please do not put that on here again. And if you don't get you don't, you'll be reported by talk show, plain, plain and simple. <clears throat> but, uh, but that's not pretty much my take on all this. Uh, another one here that in the stories I just read here that really kind of surprised me that all of a sudden this wrestle circus suddenly shutting down without without uh you know, without 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 prior notifications, all of a sudden, just right out of the blue. I mean, I mean, you just don't go off and just shut anything down and not tell anybody. I mean, people, like I said, this was this was kind of a hyped up event, but for some odd reason, I don't know if the guy got tired of of wrestling all of a sudden or whatever. But I mean, it's the last possible minute, or I don't know. I mean, I don't get this. I mean, JD, I mean. You suddenly just shut something down on a whim whenever you you have a boatload of people that are looking forward to seeing some of this action. I mean, what do you think? I mean, you just don't shut anything like this down like that, do you? I mean, honestly. Well, he, he stupid Cena said something about that on Monday. Now here it is three days later, and now you're in trouble again. Go figure. So we're just simply just going to have to. Like I said, I mean, at least, like I said, several other wrestling organizations, wrestling companies have stepped up and offered those who who's going to buy buy this event, you know, <clears throat> um, you know, alternatives, you know, which I thought that was wonderful, which I thought that was a real nice gesture. Some even giving them like free access to their online wrestling network for two weeks. I mean, I thought that was a real nice deal. Um, of course, getting in for half price, getting in for free, and everything like that. And I thought that was a real nice touch. Now, also, JB, another one, another one here, guys, I'm going to mention here to you as well. Last story that I read before we went to the birthdays was a thing was apparently the deal with CM Punk. Apparently, a uh, lot of folks were kind of expecting him to possibly make an appearance at the AEW show coming up here next month, but but apparently. That as of right now, of course, he has he plans on attending an event I believe known as Starcast Three, 
and he has no intention of going being being a part of AEW, nor does he have any future plans coming up here with UFC, from which he's still under contract, according to what according to what's been said. Um, what's your overall status, JD? I mean, what, what, what's what's the deal with with this? What, with the AEW show, you mean? No, no, I'm talking about the punk period. I mean, the thing is, he's not going to do this, he's going to do this, but he's not going to do these other things. I mean, what, 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 what's the take here? I mean, what, a CM Punk? What, a punk? Yeah, punk, yeah. Because oh, sorry, sorry. I mean, some days he says he's going to do it, some days he's not going to do it. I mean, he's, I don't know, he's, it's like hot and, one day he's committed, the next day he's not. We're going to find out at the end of August what's going to really be the truth and what really isn't the truth, however. I mean, I'm sure he'll be there in Chicago how in spirit to cheer on maybe some of the fellow guys he's gone to know over the years, like a Kenny Omega, like a Jericho, maybe an Ambrose. And if not, however, he'll make an impact somehow, some way, however. But if not, if he doesn't get into wrestling before the end of the year, then, what, and then we can safely say he'll never return to wrestling. But as we always say, never say never. But what about the UFC thing? Do you think they have anything lined up there that they're just not saying about no, it? No, no. I, I think I think not anymore. I mean, I don't. I mean, I think he is he failed in that so miserably. That was the biggest mistake he ever did. And if he thinks he can go back to UFC and try to compete again, uh, good luck, because I don't think he'll he will do it. I really don't. I mean, he's they say he's still under contract with him though. However, yeah, I mean, but I don't think he's I don't think he's going to stay around. I don't, Okay. All right, but you don't. Okay. But, so, but you don't think he's going to. You don't think that the, the UFC thing is really going to last that much longer, in your personal opinion. Like I guess no. I just I think his I think his UFC career is done. I don't think it was a big thing. However, it failed miserably. And if he wants to get back into wrestling, however, this would be now the time. If he wants to get into AEW and show up that first show, however, mind you, this could be the show he could do it in. Otherwise, they're gonna. If he doesn't show up at the all-in show, he could show up at the first show, however, in Washington, D.C. But we'll see. The next few months are going to be very interesting. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, uh, Fonzie, any take about this whole thing here involving CM Punk? No comment. Okay. Uh, John, who, by the way, said, of course, in response to the Post that was made on the chat box a little while ago. He said, "F Trump." <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, and John says he agrees with what JD had to say there. So, okay. Uh, so this this has just been a one weird thing after another here in, in, in wrestling. Here, I mean, you got to also consider the fact that you know WWE. Despite the fact, you know, that you, you pretty much read this a few weeks back, that, you know, they're not they're not right now in any sort of big time war with one another, which likes it, but we're all reading between the lines here. Technically, you know, if you I mean not 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 in a not in a like out in the open, but you know deep down they like, like behind the scenes all, you know, obviously me I think they are, in my personal opinion. Uh, but, uh, um, and I'm sure they would need every single possible edge that they could possibly, uh, get their hands on. I mean, did, and I'll give you this first, did the Raw reunion thing kind of help out in that situation between WWE and AEW this past Monday? 
and JD stepped away. So. What was the question? Sorry about that. I'm here. I said, with this, with this, with the ratings, the way they were for Raw because of the legends returning this past Monday, did this kind of help in their little thing with AEW? In your opinion? No, it didn't. No, okay. it didn't. Because they're going to be throwing the same thing out, going back to the same thing. Maybe in the next few weeks, huh? we'll have to wait and see. But I would say right now, huh? we'll have to wait and see. But I don't think it's going to affect them next week. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, let me see here. Uh, Fonzie, any t- any take on this same question? No. Okay, Fonzie, you sound kind of down there tonight, though. But anything? Uh, no, I'm anything? okay. Okay, well, I mean, by all means, please speak up if there's something going on. Please let us know. Uh, John, any t- any take on this at all? Do you think this kind of helped? This thing with the reunion show, I mean, JD says no. Uh, you think it's kind of helped with the with their thing with AEW, in your opinion? Mm-hmm. And John says, and John says, which is not really. Okay. Okay. Okay, so. Well, folks, like I said, we'll we'll have to be we'll definitely going to have to be you know kind of watching all of this very very careful because sooner sooner or later here this is something going to be uh, this is something this is something that's going to be very 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 big here and we're continuing of course to monitor the ongoing thing between WWE and AEW especially of course leading up. As JD the thing has, is, you're doing, you're going you're going up again. The thing is, AEW is going to have. A show the same night WWE UK is doing their UK show August 31st. Big difference is how you're going to have a better show in Chicago. You're going to have a better product out there probably with a big crowd, and you're going to have pretty good matches. How including Jericho versus uh, Hangman Page, along with Moxley versus possibly Omega, and some other matches. You're going to have a better show October 2nd. You're going up in Washington D.C. where WWE for a long time I believe was one of their main offices, and where it's only fitting that they have. The first show right in John's backyard in the, near the nation's capital. That being said, Howard, I mean, they're going to absolutely have the better rating, Howard. They're going to have the better viewing audience, and they're going to have the better public watching. Even though, however, people are going to be watching either on uh, uh, a little bit later in the night, Howard, like I said, with the time difference, Howard, I mean, it'll be 8 o'clock here, 5 o'clock there. They might do a replay later in the night, Howard, if they feel like it or whatever. But every week, they're going to be doing like what WCW Nitro did in its first year or two. A weekly show live, and sometimes maybe they'll tape a show oh, or two there if they have other stuff go on then. But right now, okay. but like I said, Team Beto was saying, they're going to have a better product out there, they're going to have better talent, and they might even uh, get better crowds. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens. But I think right now, AEW is the new kid on the block, as I've said lately, Howard, and they're going to show what wrestling's all about. At least hopefully they will and give WWE something to live for. Because right now, WWE is barely keeping their heads above the water, and AEW is right now starting to sail into, uh, let's just say, I wouldn't say uncharted waters, but they're starting to sail into uh, harbor, however. And uh, right now, they don't got hands on, all hands on deck quite there yet. But they're starting to get that feeling, however, that they're starting to board people, boarding in people on board to follow them. And right now, I think, however, the 
real decision, the real uh, factor is going to be after that first week of October. You got one show October 2nd, you got one October 4th, and then you got the pay-per-view October 6th, which, by the way, I think tickets go on sale tomorrow for the Hell in a Cell show in Sacramento, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in Danny's neck of So right then and there, you're telling me within a two-day stretch, however, or a four-day stretch going into October 7th, what is going to be the big rating, however, that week? AEW's debut show or SmackDown on Fox Live from LA? We're going to have to wait and see. Oh, well, without, without a doubt here, Nate, that's when the war is really going to take place, in my opinion. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it, by all means, because, I mean, like I said, that's going to, be, that's going to really determine, you know, like I said, yes, the eight, yes, like I said, they had one here just recently with, of course, a fight for the following that one Saturday and then right afterwards had extreme rules. But sure, but this is, but this is going to be the real. Candidate, this is going to be the real shot that's going to be fired here. Who's who? Who is going to make the big the bigger blast? Is it going to be AEW's debut, or is it going to be SmackDown on Fox, as as JD said? We're, and as and also as JD so succinctly put it, we'll just simply have to wait and see what all happens. We've got plenty of time here, and WWE has got time in order to get something, you know, like I said, etched out here in stone to see what they're going to do. Because if they don't do something here really, really soon, like I said, then they're just then they're simply just going, like I said, going to be, um, they're going to sink as probably as worse than, than the Titanic did a long, long time. Let's give you the number one more time here, folks. one 562 Caller ID 138-521-POUND. It says episode, of course, 213 of NWO Wolfpack for Thursday, uh, July 25th, 2019. Uh, Mr. W7 US, Chad Hinshaw, Jared DiGeronimo, uh, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here with you tonight. Uh, coming up here, just a quick reminder, coming up here, uh, tomorrow night, of course, will be episode 703 of Revolution. Our, of course, our live video feed will be from the W7 US Universe. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays. Uh, plus, also, we'll get to hear from... Uh, from, of course, hopefully we'll get from both the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, as well as, of course, Danny from the park. Get their take about, of course, here recently, recently everything. Uh, uh, of course, from this week here, of course, with the NXT, the Raw, SmackDown, the more additions to SummerSlam, uh, and also some other, other wrestling stories making the beats here as well. Uh, so we will, of course, we can't wait to hear what they have to say here. So, Join us here tomorrow night here for episode 703 of Revolution. Uh, like I said, 1380 coming up here tomorrow night right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, let's see here, gentlemen. Let's see. We got about thirty minutes here. Let me see. Let me let me see here. Um, right. Um, let's see. Hmm. Let's see. 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 Let's see what let's see what we have right here. Uh, 
Okay, I don't know what you said. Uh, excuse me, just one second here, folks. I'll be trying to get. Uh, hmm. Oh, okay. Here's an interesting thing. How about it? How about an, an ultimate WWE wrestling quiz? How about it, guys? Y'all in? All right. Uh, John, you in? Fonzie, you in? Mm, yeah, I guess so. Okay. And John says he's in as well. Uh, Give me just one second here. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. We'll start here. We got 20 questions, guys, and everybody will get one question apiece. So listen very here. JD, what do you have with you, sir? Question number one. Uh, I don't think I even need to go with the choices here. What does WWE stand for? Uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes. And that, let's see, World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, and, of course, the other choices would have been Worldwide Entertainment, WOW, Wrestling Excellent, or Wrestling World Empire. <laughs> that would have been a good choice. All right, Fonzie, we'll go to you next here, sir. Listen very carefully here. Um, who won the United Kingdom Championship in Illinois in 2017? Was it Seth Rollins, Pete Dunne, Apollo Crews, or Dean Ambrose? I don't know. Well, I got to have a guess. Seth, Seth Rollins. Your answer, the, the answer is Pete Dunn. Uh, John, your your question here, bud. Okay, okay, JD, thank you very much. John, here is your question. Who is Finn Balor better known as? Roman Reigns, The Miz, The Demon King, or The Rock? And John says, John says, Demon King. And John, you are correct, sir. Uh, let's see, JD, are you back with us? No, no. Okay. Uh, we'll pause for just one second while we wait for JD. <clears throat> In the meantime, here. 
just one second here, folks. Um, I'm back. Okay, JD, this is me. You have the next question, so listen very carefully. All right. Hey. Where's Chad at? I don't know. His computer must have been acting screwy because I know it was acting screwy last night. Mine, of course, is going in the shop tomorrow to get fixed. I haven't been able to post anything all day, which pisses me off. I'm so okay. behind. Uh, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. My internet just went down on me a little bit here. I don't know why, but it just... Maybe you're looking just, at cockbobblers.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, welcome to badinternet.com. And this is my live video feed from True Pioneers of Wrestling. If, they, if anyone was on there looking at that happened to I do apologize in advance here, indeed. So, um, in the meantime, here, JD, let me, let me ask you a question again. At WrestleMania 33, who asked Nikki Bella to marry you? What was the question? At WrestleMania 33, who yep. asked Nikki Bella to marry him? Oh, yeah. Of course, everyone's favorite jackass, John Cena. And, of course, look what he happened to that. And you are correct. Of course, other choices were Samoa Joe, AJ, and Brock Lesnar. would have been hilarious. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Fonzie, here's your question here, bud. Which of the Who? Hey, D. Yeah. Uh, what up? That's what happened with Chad? No, what happened with Chad? This computer's been acting screwy. Mm.
up the fucking sweet sweet. That shit, funky stuff. Hey, girl. What you say? Do me. Hey, say, hey, girl. Yeah. And the Cardinals brought the brooms. Yep. <sighs> Now we got the Mets and the Reds on this road trip coming up. What's that? Got the Mets coming up this weekend and the Reds right after that. Yeah, I know. But there's shit yep. there and it's too little too late. I hate to say it. Mhm. You got the Mets, you got the Reds. Then we get the we get the Red, we get the Mets here, then the Reds. Then we go to fucking Milwaukee. Milwaukee comes Again. here. Let's <laughs> just pack it up for the year. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. The fucking bums on each team. <clears throat> Milwaukee will lose the first round of the playoffs if they make it. They St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis, they ain't got nobody. Well, they got Paul Goldsmith, however, who's one of the better. Yeah, I know, but who? Yeah, that's all they got right now. Uh, No names. They beat us. Yeah, but you got got Wong, however, who is a Karen. Who was that one infielder who really hurt us the last couple days? I don't know. No, 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 I bum. That's all we gotta say. Well. It's just, they just re-signed Tomlin today, which was, I think, ridiculous. I don't know why they re-signed his ass. And now they got to talk to Joe Hayden again in a new contract, hopefully. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I'm not sure what is going on here on my end of the deal here at WWSHQ, but apparently I'm, I'm, I'm continuing to have some sort of difficulty here with my uh, with my internet here. I'm not sure what is, what is, what is going on. Okay, and that too. Uh, <clears throat> what was that? None. Anyway, here I think it was. I think I was asking Ponzi this question, but all of a sudden I lost my yeah. And uh, my apologies about that. Let me go ahead and ask the question again, Ponzi. Here it is: Which of the following is Seth Rollins' signature move? Is it the King's Landing? The big tickle, the old peekaboo, or the power clap. The last one. You're saying the power clap. Yes. It is it is the King's Landing. Uh John, here is your here is here is your next question right here. Uh, who won the WWE World Heavyweight title at the 2016 Royal Rumble? 
Was it Brock Lesnar, Triple H, Kevin Owens, or Becky Lynch? <laughs> John says it was Triple H. And John would be correct. It was, in fact, Triple H. Okay, uh, here's your next question. Where did the 2016 Royal Rumble take place? Was it uh, Bino Town, Orlando, the Moon, or Angeles? Orlando. The answer is, of course, Orlando, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Jay, uh, Fonzie, here is your here is your question. Uh, a couple years ago, the Jetsons appeared in a WWE themed film. What was it called? Was it called the Jetsons Get Ready to Rumble, the Jetsons Cage Match, the Jetsons and WWE Robo WrestleMania, or the Jetsons Try Their Hand at Professional Wrestling? I always get the hard questions. I, look here. I didn't come up with these questions. I didn't come up with I, I get the hardest ones. Jeez. Well, I, well I, I, I'm sorry. I can't help it if, if they pop up. I don't know. Okay, uh, the answer was Jetsons and WWE Robo WrestleMania. And uh, even though, and and Fonzie, even though we may not know, it may be wise to try to at least say a little something. So, uh, uh, John, uh, here's your here's your question. His finishing move is the Tombstone Pile Driver. Who is he? Eddie Guerrero, The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, or Sting? Uh, John said it is is the is the Undertaker, and John is correct. It was the Undertaker. Uh, JD, your question is: What was Brock Lesnar's special move at WrestleMania 32? Was it the Shooting Star Press, the Coupe de Grace, Irish Curse, or the Bank Statement? JD. JD. I found it. I found it in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fonzie, I'm going to make it up with you. I'm going to give you this one. What was Brock Lesnar's special move at WrestleMania 32? The Shooting Star Press, the Coupe de Grace, the Irish Curse, or the Bank Statement? The Bank Statement. Believe it or not, that's a good answer. Believe it or not, it was the Shooting Star Press. Mm. All right, J.D., are you back with us? Yeah, I'm here. What is The Rock's real name? Dwayne Rock, Dwayne Johnson, Rock Johnson, or Dwayne Rockington? Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. And you got it. It is Dwayne. It is Dwayne, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. There you go. Okay. Let me see here. Um, 
let's see. See, um, you know, Fonz, I'm going to give you another one, too. But I'm going to help you out here a little bit. This superstar is known, is known as Paige, but what is this British female wrestler's real name? Listen very carefully to this. Is it Minnie the Meeks? Is it Charlotte Flair? Is it Soraya Jade Bevis? Or is it Nikki Bella? Before Nikki Bella. Okay, you're saying Soraya Jade Bevis. And Fonzie, you are correct, sir. Oh, that was the guess. Yeah, but, 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 that, but, that, but you're right. That was correct, yes. Because in another promotion, she actually went by Soraya Knight. Her mother was, of course, a wrestler. Uh, oh, my name. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> um, John, I think this was this came out about maybe three years ago. So think about three years. Think about this question, but think three years ago on this question. As of back in 2016, who was the SmackDown Women's Champion? Was it Alexa Bliss, Natalia, Paige, or Charlotte Flair? John believes it was Alexa Bliss. And John, good guess. The answer, though, was Natalia. Um, <clears throat> JD, uh, your next question is this. Emmanuel Alejandro Rodriguez, of course, is known as Calisto. Which country was he born in? Mexico, Spain, Wales, or America? Spain. He was born in Spain. Yeah. Believe it or not, he was born in America. Shocking. Uh, Fonzie, we just talked about this this group a little while ago. Listen to this very carefully. Which two wrestlers make up the tag team of the Usos? Keith and Kevin, Barry and Timothy, Jimmy and Jay, or Dennis and Walter? Jimmy and Jay. You are correct, sir. It is Jimmy and Jay. All right, jo all right John. Uh, <clears throat> this man became the WWE champion in 2017. Who is he? Is it Jinder Mahal, Dean Ambrose, Barry? Jeremy Grano. I mean, that's all. <laughs> well, y'all. Yeah, yeah, John, I know, but that's what I that's what I had done. And John says gender Newton Mahal. And John, you would be correct. Uh JD, what is the rock special move? The people's ear? People's knee, the people's toe, the people's elbow, or the people's penis. <laughs> elbow. <laughs> and of course, there's the people's elbow. That's right. Bonzi, this is a true or false question. Here, listen very carefully. Baron Corbin is a former NFL player. True or false? 
truth. You're correct. It was true. He was a former player. I don't know who where he played for, but yeah. Arizona was one, and I think Indianapolis was the other. Okay. Okay, thank you, J.D. Uh, John, uh, listen very carefully. Alexander Wolf is part of uh, was part of which tag team duo in NXT? Was it the Wolf Pack, the Bash Street Kids, Decay, or Sanity? Or J.D. Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be a tight squeeze if you want to be a part of that. Whoa! Okay. John said the wolf pack on that, and John's a good answer. The answer was sanity. Uh, and, and JD, here is your, you get the last question here in this. The legendary John Cena is famous for wearing what clothing in the ring? Is it a Harry Potter outfit, swimming trunks, a soldier's uniform? Denim shorts or your collection of thongs? <laughs> yeah. Your answer, JD, is neither. Neither. Was was John Cena known for wearing in the rain, JD? Oh, bye. Shorts. I don't know. Denim shorts. You got it right. Denim shorts. You you never seen that? Come on, JD. You should know that. He's always wearing shorts. I think JD's too occupied with his computer. So, uh, but, but that's that's understandable. I mean, I. I can't say that I blame him on that there as well. However, I will let you know, guys, here y'all did get 14 out of 20 questions right. So y'all did y'all did good. Y'all did good here indeed. Uh, let's go ahead and bring in this one, one more time here, folks. 1605-562-0444. Call ID 138-521-POUND. This is episode 213 of NWO Wolfpack. Of course, as we said, four. Thursday, July 25th, 2019. Mr. W7US, Chad Hinshaw, of course, the Iceman, Jeremy Duolmo, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. Uh, well, put, guys, um, if, if, if anything out there, out there right now, uh, anything you have out there you wish to uh, mention, by all means, please, uh, please uh, go on right ahead here and. Uh, Go ahead and um, please speak your piece. If you, if anybody has anything they'd like to add. No, I don't. Uh, JD. JD. I'm telling the toilet. What was the question? I'm back. No, what I was asking is, if there anything that you wanted to wanted to add here in the last few moments we had of the show? Nope. Okay. Uh, well, if nothing else, ladies and gentlemen, here, of course, also to prevent uh, our show for for uh, 
for, for me lo losing losing the show again due to my internet situation. Um, we'll go ahead and just let you know here, of course, uh, we thank you very much for listening here tonight for episode 213 of NWO Wolfhack. I definitely want to, of course, thank the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, as well as the Heartbreak Kid, Ponzi, as well as, of course, yeah. and the Belch there, too, <laughs> and also the Human Surprise Machine, John Gross, for uh, joining, us in, joining us here uh, this evening. Uh, <clears throat> for, of course, like I said, we did have, like I said, uh, of course, with the internet, the way the way it's been here, the here electronics here has been way here. Way the electronics has been here lately. Of course, like I said, everyone's up and down the East Coast here has been acting very, very funky here recently. Recent member. So, like I said, here, folks. So, please thank you. Uh, thank you very much for everyone's understanding. And this. Oh, I just farted. Ugh. And Fonzie let up a lightning by the way, here as well. I can pick JD's foundation down to house down to its foundation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, just a couple of quick things I wanted to add. Of course, remember our eBay store for perpetual uniquity. Oh Internet retail for the of individual. Of course, we have, of course, classic Hot Wheels cars, video games for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox and Xbox and PSP. Also, men's, women's, and children's clothing, books, and other knickknacks here, ladies and gentlemen. Kiss, another rock and roll memorabilia. And while they last, ladies and gentlemen, of course, DVDs, HD DVDs, and Blu-rays of your favorite TV shows, wrestling events, and other and all types of movies, including children's action, uh, science fiction, <clears throat> horror, and other stuff there as well. So be sure to check that out. eBay.com forward slash STR forward slash perpetual ubiquity. P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. Of course, it is internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. Sure check that out here today. And also, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget Bulldog DVD sales and variety. We're right now, ladies and gentlemen, we have an ongoing special for the remainder of 2019. Every single DVD and Blu-ray listed on the page, regardless of, of course, single and multiple disc, <clears throat> regardless of what DVD it is, all of them are worth $1 a pop. So if you see any there, all DVDs in good shape here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, all personally inspected by me personally. If they weren't any good, ladies and gentlemen, they would not be posted on the page. I will let you know about that right here now. But all DVDs, of course, are $1 a piece. And, of course, so be sure to let, let us know here today. As, of course, like I said, we actually have four DVDs on the way to, of course, our good friend here, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, who's bought four of them here from, from us so far. So, like I said, we hope to, of course, get a good response to to that here when he receives those here really, very soon. So, like I said, be sure to check all that out here today. Facebook.com forward slash group forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. And tell them, like I said, Mr. WWS sent you. And like I said, you'll be you'll find some stuff that you probably have, movies you probably haven't ever heard of before and seen interesting, or a movie that you haven't seen in a long time that you want to see again. Um so many great titles there so please that so definitely by all means ladies and gentlemen check it out here today like i said at bulldog dvd sales and variety for the Iceman, jared d Geralmo, the human suplex machine john gross and the heartbreak kid fonzie as well as our friends from uh of course uh, our live video feed from true pioneers of wrestling this is mr wws chad hinshaw saying thank you very much for listening be sure to join us tomorrow night for episode 703 of revolution or of course, we'll be all hopefully be joined by the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Danny Moe Park. 
giving us their take on everything in the week in wrestling. And also, of course, also news and views, history and birthdays, and other fun stuff here as well. Wolfpack episode 213 is a broadcast of the WWUS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, four years older and continuing to be bolder. <clears throat> and, of course, Radio Network continues to be the name, your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves and each other there, folks. <clears throat> and we'll see you in the ring. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, at, don't forget since 2015, your source for everything in the world of wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WWUS Radio Network. Now, ladies and gentlemen, once again here, I will be providing us with a very interesting, and I will say, keep in mind here, interesting, um, um, of course, um, closing theme here, indeed. Uh, so let me, uh, uh, and JD might have a, might have a kick out of this. I don't know, but we're going to give this a try. So, as you know, be sure to join us for 703 of Revolution tomorrow night. This is the WWUS Radio Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.